Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. I am your host, James. And today we are going over the episode, uh, A Doggy Biscuit. So, it begins with a nice day in the park, and Blythe is walking Zoe, and Blythe is enjoying everything. However, Zoe isn't. Blythe says that this trip to the park was supposed to take her mind off of not getting into that dog show. Zoe says that she wanted to get in, but the judges determined uh, her breed to be too wild. She sees a poster for the show and just like picks, like just jumps up and starts chewing it up and just goes wild on it. People start staring, and Blythe is like, "Zoe, people are looking." And then Zoe's just like, "Go ahead, stare, stare at the wild dog." But everyone else just hears barking. <laughs> So then Blythe takes her to a bench where she calms down. Zoe continues to lament on not getting in, but Blythe gives her a little belly rub to help cheer her up. And Zoe says that maybe the judges are right, and maybe she is a bit wild sometimes, and she's like, And then Blythe makes a similar noise, and Zoe hopes she isn't making fun of her. Blythe says the reason she did that is that she spotted Mrs. Biscuit, and then they both do it. Meanwhile, Mrs. Twombly comes in to the day camp where the rest of the campers are and says that a camper is returning for a visit and asks them to guess. So Penny and Pepper go back and forth between Scout, Captain Cuddles, and Mr. Von Fuzzlebutt. And then Mrs. Twombly uh, is amused and says to herself, I like it when it sounds like the pets are trying to answer. She then says, it's Wiggles McSunbask. <laughs> they all go to greet him, but he roars. So, after the theme song, the pets discuss Wiggles' apparent lack of a change of heart. And then they all decide to book it, but Penny falls over. She begs for her life, but Wiggles is a bit confused. He says that whenever he's in his carrier for too long, he gets a leg cramp and has to stretch it out, and he continues to while making that, you know, noise that sounds like screaming, but it's just him, you know, ah, but, you know, coming from an alligator, it's going to sound a little more ferocious. So, uh, he says he has changed, and all of the other pets come back to him, to see that, yeah, he has. He's not He's not a bully. He then uh, says he's learned how to improve himself with this self-help book. And then he pulls it from his mouth. Russell reads the title, The Power of You, and is kind of impressed. However, today's Saturday, and they want to do nothing. Wiggles insists that they want to do nothing but improve themselves. He asks who's up for it, and everyone but Russell says yes. So, meanwhile, somehow, Eliza Biscuit is talking with Blythe and says, And while it might seem like I wasn't around much, I was dedicated to raising my wonderful daughters. Uh, (laughs) And Blythe is like, wonderful? But Zoe's like, mothers are the last to know. Uh, 
Eliza continues on, saying, Later on, they needed me less and less, so my friends say I needed a hobby. I know that first line is meant to lampshade the fact that she's a completely new character made up for the last half of this season. <laughs> but it it makes me think that she's also just making excuses of how bad of a parent she is. And she's just kind of neglectful of her daughters. And we'll get into that more later. A little bit later. But for now, like, it just, like, that's just the alarm buzzer to, you know, start raising the red flag. The red flag isn't there quite yet, but you know it's coming. Or at least I do. This episode... Again, I'll get into that. So, she shows a photo of her dog, Poppy Posley, and says her hobby is purebred dog shows. Zoe explains that the one she's specifically talking about is the one she didn't get into and gets furious again. Blythe calms her down, and Eliza is impressed. She wants Blythe to help as Poppy has been acting up. Blythe is concerned, but Zoe's energetic. So then, uh, Eliza gets a call from the twins and answers it in song. (laughs) But the twins say, like, shut that down. They just shut that down. And then Blythe is like, Zoe, what, what was that about? Zoe really wants Blythe to help. Blythe says that she's inexperienced. Zoe says she's not. Blythe asks, Do you really want to help Mrs. Biscuit? Zoe says that she seems nice, even if her singing is weird. Blythe presses her, and Zoe says that she wants to win as a trainer if she can't win as a contestant. Blythe has problems being at the Biscuit Manor, but they overhear Eliza saying that the twins are at shopping camp okay more more buzzers more more we have sounded the alarm you know what you know what that really only sounds the alarm when i'm talking about it it didn't sound the alarm in 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 my note taking session but really it it you know what again we'll get into all of this later when it when it like fully presents itself okay it the the twins are at shopping camp like i mean i could talk about how shopping camp is ridiculous but we we've gone past the point of ridiculous in terms of this show It, it it still is ridiculous it's just, you know, it it's par for the course, essentially, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> so Zoe says that the problem is done, gone and says that she'll, like, train it all. She even breaks out the puppy dog eyes and Blythe agrees. So meanwhile, Wiggles is doing a presentation on what the book has taught him. And he has a slideshow, and he says he went from this 
which is a picture of an alligator. Like, it's black and white, and it's just, like, scribbled, but whatever. To this, and it's the same alligator standing on a rainbow? For, I don't know why why that specifically? Like, I, I mean, like, the... The alligator doesn't even have a different facial expression. It's not smiling. Uh, like, it's not, like, happy it's on the rainbow. It's just being on the rainbow is... Is the dream, I guess. Which, I don't know. The pets cheer, which wakes up Russell. And then Russell says that that certainly was a speech... Wiggles says that Russell should give the book a try, and Russell rejects, but Wiggles insists. Russell begrudgingly decides to read it. So, meanwhile, Eliza guides Blythe to Poppy's doghouse. She says it used to be the girls' playhouse, but they outgrew it. Blythe has a hard time believing it, as it is just a small house. Like, they just have a small house in the backyard of their actual house. Like, it's weird. Like, again, we are past the point of ridiculous. But it it's still... It's still worth pointing out. I... You know what? You know what? I think I... I think I finally understand. Like... You know, characters like like Alice and Alice in Wonderland like keeps pointing out the new oddities to her, like like at, at like at the point where like she should be used to all of this, she kind of is, but it's still weird. It's still weird that people paint flowers, even though she has seen like. A hookah-smoking caterpillar talking to her, and she has grown and shrunk multiple times. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be weird, but it is. So, there we have <laughs> So, they entered and are even more impressed with this apparent doghouse now? So, Eliza shows Blythe Poppy, and then Blythe asks what the problem is, and Eliza says that in the early rounds, it's nothing, but during the final round, Poppy just snaps. Blythe wants to quit, but Eliza sings a motivational song about how a doer is a quitter who quit quitting, and Zoe's like, she's doing this. Blythe, can you make it stop? And then Blythe says she'll she'll help, and Eliza quits singing, and is gracious and thanks her, and also says the show is less in less than three hours. Blythe doesn't know what to do, but Zoe does. Zoe begins instructing Poppy. Poppy snaps back, saying she doesn't want them to talk. Blythe asks what is with the attitude. Zoe says that that's not attitude. It's like poise or something. She's a Lan- Landingham Pekingese. And 
Zoe says that they are known for their pride and grace. So, question. Wait, no. I'm thinking about it now. It is possible, but it is a little weird. Okay, so here, here's where I'm coming from. So, if she knows the traits of different purebreds, how does she not know her purebred traits in uh, Grounded? But then thinking about it, maybe after the events of Grounded, she researched, you know, just to be doubly, triply sure that she is purebred, even though the DNA test says she is. And also looked up other notable facts about other purebreds, you know, just to stay ahead of the game. And, you know, stuff like that. So, okay, Zoe then goes back to talking to Poppy and uh, says that she knows she's having trouble, but it's not her, it's Eliza. She's inexperienced, but I'm not. Let's start with some basics. Poppy says she's not doing any tricks. Zoe says, of course not. Landing in Pekingese, which, new fact, I learned today. Not not even when writing, just, just right now. Uh, Pekingese are Chinese in origins. Landingham sounds like a very British name. Like, they could be from, like... You know, okay, more more map shenanigans here. I I know I know everyone loved when I talked about Antarctica for like ten minutes because of some throwaway gag. <laughs> but but th- this one won't take as long. Landingham could be the name of an old district. The old name for a place in Hong Kong, since Hong Kong is a port town. And, you know, it could be like a ship's landing. And since, like, the British took over that, that, like, a spe- like the specific place could be the Landingham District. And then it changed its name later. That's all I wanted to say. So, again, I'm just, like, obfuscating oddities here with my own logic. <laughs> but regardless, that that is one possibility, but the more likely possibility that they want us to think she's just from the British Isles makes less sense. So, back to the episode. Zoe says that Landingham Pekingese don't learn by doing, they learn by watching. Blythe brings out a hoop and tells Zoe to jump. Zoe says she's the trainer, and then Blythe asks who's going to jump through the hoop. Me? Zoe has this, like, weird, devious smile on her face. So, anyway, at the pet shop, Vinny and Sunil are fighting over, essentially, a rook. Wiggles asks why the conflict... And they explain they're playing Masters of Conflict, the game of never trusting your enemies. Wiggle says, 
How can you trust your enemies if you can't trust yourselves? He then offers some guidance on trust and asks them to hold their hands out. He performs a trust fall on them and finishes his lesson on trust. Vinny and Sunil both want to try this, but they both fall and don't catch each other. So, meanwhile, Mink is about to eat a banana, but Wiggles takes it, saying in order to get what one desires, one must manifest it themselves. Which is a weird way of putting it. So he throws the banana up and Minka thinks she can climb to get it, but Wiggles says true manifestation is making it come to you. Minka tries willing the banana to her. So then, back at the biscuits, Zoe is making Blythe do all of these dog show things. Uh, the first thing is bathing, and Blythe says that this is ridiculous. Zoe asks her to complain like a dog, and she barks, which kind of goes against the premise of the show, since barking is just speaking to them. So, like, in saying this is ridiculous, Zoe would just say this is ridiculous, and people would just hear barking. That's the entire premise of the show. Or of this world, rather. So, anyway... Uh, then comes bone burying, and then catching a frisbee. <laughs> After Blythe catches the frisbee, the twins arrive and see her in an embarrassing pose. Blythe says she thought they were at shopping camp. They said they bought everything, so they just got kicked out. They are taken in by this and need photos. They put the frisbee back in Blythe's mouth and take pictures. <laughs> Blythe explains that their mother asked her to do this. And they ask, Mother asked you to be a dog? Blythe explains that she's training Poppy. They get annoyed that she spends more time with Poppy than she does them. Eliza arrives with dog treats. And Blythe says, I can't imagine why. I know she's making a sarcastic remark on how awful the biscuits are. But this is just painting Eliza in a bad light. Okay, so now... I'm going to get into what I was hinting at earlier. Eliza Biscuit neglects her daughters. <laughs> they became too complicated for her, and she wanted something simple to take care of, so she went with a dog. But she still wants to pray it around her own excellence, so it's high-end. And at the slightest bit of complication, she pushes her problems onto someone else. Like Poppy with Blythe or the twins with shopping camp. Like she just sends them to shopping camp so she doesn't have to deal with them. Or she just stays in the East Wing. And it's just not a good look on Eliza. She's just very, very lazy and doesn't want anything too complicated to ruin her mood. It just it's just she's she's not a good person. We have established this, but she is not a good person. Okay. I have a little more later. 
like this is just going to be the thing of this episode is that Eliza Biscuit is not good and that reflects on why the biscuits aren't good again we'll get into it so then Zoe asks Poppy to demonstrate everything she's learned Poppy says no and Zoe gets furious Blythe calms her down and tells her to appeal to her pride, since she's known for that. So he says, is it because you won't, or you can't? Poppy, out of pride, does it all, and Zoe proclaims that she's a natural. So he says she could win this. Poppy says she could, but she has no intention of doing so. Blythe complains about how she had to act like a dog and get embarrassed in front of the biscuits for nothing. She asks if today could get any worse. A large amount of water falls on her. And we see that it comes from the biscuits who just like splashed a huge bucket of water on her. And like Whitney shouts, don't help my mother's dog. They are very clearly jealous that like Blythe is paying attention to not them and they (laughs) they want attention (laughs) and their mom's not giving it to them because they're not simple they are complicated teenage girls who also have to deal with you know like being rich and like there are problems that come with that like like i i will admit to as such like like there are problems with being rich like being rich has enough benefits where people want to but there there are problems it's it's essentially a sort of damocles more or less like it, it it depends. Like I'm not I'm not saying that we shouldn't tax the rich at a fair rate. We should. We absolutely should. But at the same time, there there are certain things about being rich that aren't great. I don't know. It's it's just something. And the, like the fact that their mother doesn't pay attention to them and that they're jealous of a dog really really makes Eliza seem like not a good person. So, Zoe asks Blythe to not say things like that out loud. So, Zoe and Blythe try to reason with Poppy and they say at least do it for Eliza. And Poppy says she loves Eliza as they are both women of leisure. And then Eliza and the twins are in the limo and Eliza calls Poppy while the twins roll their eyes. So back at the day camp, Russell is reading the book and just says it's complete nonsense. He observes Vinny and Sunil throwing each other in onto them. And he asks Minka what's up. But he sees that Minka is still trying to will the banana to her and collapses. Russell asks what she's doing and Wiggles explains she's manifesting her desires. Russell demonstrates his knowledge of the book 
by saying it's lesson 17, which it is. I forgot to mention that earlier, but whatever. And also calls out what Vinny and Sunil are doing. He then asks sarcastically about the rule of going second, which Wiggles points out is being done by Pepper and Penny, but they're caught in the no after you, no after you thing. Russell asks what you did to them. Wiggles responds he helped them find themselves. Russell says that this isn't a self-help book, it's a self-weird book. Wiggles asks, are you calling me weird? Russell responds, I think I prefer angry Wiggles to this. Wiggles then bares his teeth, and Russell asks himself, why do I do the blithe thing of saying stuff out loud? <laughs> Which, it's... I mean, okay, I don't I don't know why it's like a blithe thing specifically in, in this show. I mean, I get the humor in it. But I don't get why it's specifically related to Blythe in this show. Like, other characters do it. Maybe I'm just focusing on the wrong things or the things that I'm not supposed to be focusing on I am and the things I am supposed to be focusing on I'm not. It's it's weird. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's a Blythe thing throughout the show. But the show says it is. Although I don't always agree with what the show has to say. As evidenced by something later in this episode. So at the dog show, a different dog performs. Zoe says Poppy can outdo this dog any day of the week. Blaith and Zoe still don't understand why Poppy is throwing this. Eliza comes up to Blaith and the twins have the carrying cases for their chinchillas, but we don't see them yet. And Eliza asks for any last-minute advice. Blythe is nervous, and Eliza jokingly suggests that it was Zoe that was training her, who Zoe is like, mm. So Eliza pulls Blythe aside, leaving Zoe and Poppy. Zoe asks Poppy to throw Eliza a bone, and Zoe says that Eliza is a good person she isn't this episode like through and through like states that Eliza is a good person she's just a bit eccentric and nonsensical with her singing and general upbeat demeanor she is very much not that she is lazy and just wants everything done for her. That's why she married a pet shop magnate. So that like she doesn't have to get a real job herself. She said so as much. And that biscuits don't get jobs because they have the money. They just she also but she just wants to prove she's superior than everyone. It's weird. It's weird how this episode kind of treats Eliza like she's a good person, but she is not a good person. She she's terrible. Like it's it's so weird to see that. Like 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 this show makes no qualms with calling like Whitney, Brittany or even Fisher 
bad at like times when they are bad. But Eliza's evil is hidden. It's not direct. And it's very unsettling to see people say that she's good. She she has like like a good mask on. She she has a smiling mask. But like on the inside, you can tell that she is not like that. She's just putting on that facade because that's what people like. That's that's how she gets the easiest like response to anything. She doesn't want to complicate things. She just wants to win easily. So Poppy gets nervous and doesn't want to talk about it and holds up her paw. And it is in this action that cues Zoe in as she noticed that she has spotted paws and says that purebred Landingham Pekingese have gray paws. Zoe determines that Poppy is a mutt and doesn't want to disappoint Eliza in the inspection round. Poppy tries denying it, but slips into a New York accent, which is this show's go-to for mutts for some reason? I don't know what you want to say with this show, but you're you're also set in not New York slash a quarter of New York. It's really weird that, like, the the New York, New Jersey accent is mutt to you. Like, I don't get it. So, Poppy is called on, and the humans reemerge. Eliza wants to go, but Poppy is staunchly refusing. Uh, and it is said that she'll forfeit if she's not out there in a minute, and Eliza just gives up and curls into a ball and gets upset. The twins walk by saying they need money to go shopping even more despite buying everything at shopping camp. Although I guess they needed to fill the hole in their hearts that their mother is clearly not filling. But they see her vulnerable like this. And they try to cheer them up with Cashmere and Velvet who are kind of like her grandchinchillas. Or, you know, and as an excuse to spend more time with them. Meanwhile, Zoe goes to explain what's going on to Blythe, and Blythe whispers a plan to Poppy. So they get excited, and Poppy is ready to go now. And they rush off, and the twins are upset for a little bit, but Winnie says she grabbed her wallet, and they just run off to do some more shopping. <laughs> Which, you know what? Good good for you. Good, good for you on this. This is like... This is like the like one time I will say the the biscuits is the twins is evil is put to good use. Well, okay, it's not the one time. Like hmm. That's that's actually a tricky thing. But basically 
Good for you. So, Wiggles has Russell cornered, and Russell, in an act of self-defense, quotes the book, saying, When we're in pain, we cause pain. Russell can't believe he did that, but ain't that's kind of helpful advice. Kind of, like, it, it actually, like, mirrors the whole, like, biscuit thing I was talking about earlier. Where, like, we do, we do see why the Biscuit Twins act the way they do. That, like, they don't really have a nice guiding presence. Like, their mom is absent, and their dad is too busy running his company to, like, you know, pay attention to them. The only real adult they have in their lives is Francois, and he is being paid to do whatever they want. That messes people up. That messes people up. And it also works here because Wiggles breaks down and says he's sorry. The other pets stop what they're doing, sans Minka, and join him. He he says he just lacks confidence and thought this book would help, but it left him with nothing but empty catchphrases. Pepper comforts him, and Wiggles furthers explains that at his usual daycare, there's this girl alligator he likes, but he can't find the confidence to ask her out. Like, why Why did, like, hmm. I, I don't, huh. So, it's both weird and not weird that they have to specify that Wiggles likes a girl alligator. Because we have seen several interspecies romances so whether or not Wiggles likes someone else I don't know it's it's just weird and not weird cause like huh it's just it's just in this nebulous state of weird so then Pepper says, you don't need the power of you. You need the power of you. Wiggles says he doesn't get it, and Russell clarifies her statement as, be yourself. Penny adds that most girls like a guy like you are now. Vulnerable, modest, and kind. Vinny adds brushing those teeth couldn't hurt. Wiggles thanks everyone and gives the book to Russell as a memento. Russell doesn't really want the book, but says thank you anyway. So meanwhile, Poppy goes out and performs and is doing well. Zoe asks Blythe what she and Poppy whispered about, and then Blythe answers, I just told her to be herself. It's obvious Mrs. Biscuit loves her regardless. The inspection comes up, which is the moment of truth. The judge finds out and yells it to the arena. Poppy is scared, but Eliza is like, who cares, and starts singing. So... I know, generally speaking, Eliza Biscuit is not a good person. 
But, like all biscuits, they have their moments of good. And this is just one of those times where, despite, uh, like, Poppy not being a purebred, she still enjoys Poppy's company and Poppy's refined attitude. They are both women of leisure, after all. And, you know, she doesn't care that she can't enter purebred dog shows or whatever. Or, you know, and just, like, gets along with it anyway. So outside, she's there with a trophy for purest mixed breed. She's impressed that they made a new division, and so quickly, too. I didn't even get to finish my song. Is there a hidden meaning to those songs? Does she know they annoy people and that people will just relent? That's a that's a new level of devious. So Blythe congratulates her and Eliza shares the victory with Blythe. Poppy shares the victory with Zoe as well. So later that night, Russell is explaining what happened with Wiggles and hopes it goes well with his lady alligator friend. So, I don't know. This is just, like, one of those things where, like, a little bit of expansion might have helped. Like, we don't we don't see, like, a flashback of Wiggles trying to get this lady alligator's attention, but just, like, not being confident and we don't see the end results of this we just have to we just have to hope for wiggles it it's weird that's like one of the complications of the bottle nature of most of the pet's stories which to be fair like, this episode did it fine. It's not... It's not the worst. It's not completely pointless. And it's actually interestingly done with a returning camper, even. It's just... Uh, there's no expansion on it. There's there's nothing outside of the bottle. There's just what we see in the pet shop and that's it. Like we see like things outside of the pet shop influence it. But we need to see how the pet shop influences the outside. For it to be better? I don't know. It's just it's just something. Blythe says she's glad everything is back to normal. However, Minka is still trying to will the banana to her. Passes out, but it dislocates the banana from its perch, making it fall to her. And Russell comments, mostly normal. And that ends the episode. So overall, this is an alright episode. It, it took me a bit to get into it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, I, I've seen it before, like I have with all of these episodes. So, like, I, I know everything. And when watching, I thought, 
how does it take this long to do it? But, like, about halfway through the episode, like, I started getting into it more. And, like, I started enjoying it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn the episode off if, like, it was on TV randomly. Unless it was, unless there was, like, something I really wanted to watch. But, like, that's neither here nor there. I'm just using it in the sense of, like, hey, I'm passing by this TV and I'm like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. It's a it's a really weird metaphor that uh, is is getting less and less commonplace, I guess, with the advent of streaming services in general and, you know, stuff like that. It's not completely gone. But hmm. the other thing is, there's some weird mixed messaging about Eliza Biscuit, where, like, the episode says she's good. Like, the episode says she's good, like, outright. But, like, through everything we've seen, she's not. She's just not good. But that's really my only complaint with this episode. Well, okay. It's not my only complaint. It's my biggest complaint with the episode. And like overall like this episode's just all right. It's not it's not the best episode. It's not the worst episode. It's it's definitely not like terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like say it's one of the best. I'm just going to end it here. All right, so that is it for this episode of The Littlest Petcast. Be sure to leave your comments and reviews on Chowd Engine, on Apple Podcasts, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go when they uh, go to Landingham. And be sure to tune in for the next episode. It's a happy, 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 happy world. I will see you then.